pick out my turkey leg hut appropriate outfit make sure that you guys are following me on facebook at shenanigans podcast on instagram at shenanigans underscore podcast and on twitter at swfriendspod make sure to subscribe also to the all docked up youtube channel and we've got an episode from last week and we will be going live on july 11th covering 30 for 30s uh, pony excess such a good fucking episode you're not gonna want to miss that also guys if you're in vegas now if you know somebody in vegas if you're gonna be in vegas if you're interested in doing a uh, virtual um party please check out my um, bartending page it's kod bartending on ig and facebook that's kod for chris on deck bartending um guys it's a new month happy july um podcast happy hour is going to be hosted this month by jbug shout out to autumn jay audrey and tam there's no confirmed date as of yet, but stay tuned for those details. And as usual, all of my girls' links are going to be in the show notes. This is episode 124. Let's get into it. Hi, guys. This is another episode of Shenanigans of Friends. I'm your girl, Chris. Hello. Um, let's just get into it, I guess. Like, I feel like... I gave you guys all the housekeeping things in the intro, so I think we're good to just start going. So if you're ready, like, let's do it. Um, listen, y'all know when I deep sigh like that, like, I got something to tell y'all. And um, I know that some of the opinions that I have on this show, um, they don't necessarily coincide with the things that other people think or how other people feel and, like... That's the beauty of like this being my platform. So um, I'm just going to briefly talk about Shikari. Um, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to like shove this guy, this down your throat or anything like that. But I just have to say some things that like, I didn't really feel super comfortable, I guess I'll say, to say it on the internet. And the reason why is because um, you niggas don't know how to like, Y'all don't know how to rap. Sometimes, sometimes, let me figure out how I said this. Sometimes when things happen in our community or just in general, I'll just say that in general, sometimes things happen, right? And you niggas on the internet don't know how to like absorb like facts or like absorb like common sense. Um, And so I chose this week to not fucking talk about um shikari on the internet and i'm going to do it here um and i'm not even gonna say anything bad so like if y'all thought that fuck out of here like it's this all the time you feel me but um this just kind of goes back to like basic rules right so you work for something super duper hard right and it's, it's your goal. It's what you want to do. It's a major accomplishment um, to even, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even for the Olympics to even know who the fuck you are. So it's a fucking accomplishment. And I don't want to take that away from her at all. I think she's awesome. I think she's beautiful. I think that she's fast as shit. Like, do I think that she could have killed that shit? Absolutely. Um, but I also understand Um, the things that she's gone through. um, And I understand pain. Like, let's just be clear, right? Um, But 
there has to be a point where if you can't look into yourself and be like, Ugh, is me hitting this blunt right now? Does it does it outweigh the accomplished, like the things that I could accomplish by being able to, you know, be in the Olympics, right? And to run your your race. Um, and I just think that she dropped the ball on that. And I think what I love about her is that she didn't really make any excuses for it. I feel like you guys on the internet were making more excuses for her than she was. So I really appreciated that she was very like straight up and like, yo, I fucked up. Cause like, and then even after she said that, like y'all still just like kept going. So some of you guys are like, oh, I can't believe she did that. But most of you guys are like, let her race. It's just weed. Weed is legal where I am. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, guys, obviously, and and, the, and here's the thing. If some of you niggas was on there capping about it's just weed, it's just weed, when that shit is still illegal where the fuck you are. So just because you're like, let's just be clear about that. Um, as a person that lives in a place where it's legal as fuck, well, you know what I'm saying, like not federally, but like it's legalized out here. Um, I, I think that some people like, that it's just weed thing is just like a little bit like not overzealous, but just like it's it's a little it's too much is what I'm saying. Um, because you're right, it is just weed, and people who partake or people who are in the medical field and know about this stuff and know, or even just the fucking cannabis field, you don't have to be a fucking doctor to know like the fucking benefits of it. Like, or you know what I'm saying? Like you're feeling fucking stressed out, it'll probably help. If you're feeling fucking depressed, it'll probably help. Like, I'm not taking away from that because you guys know, you guys have seen, like, I I partake as fuck. I partake all the fucking time, okay? But um, there has to be a point where you have to, like I said, look in the mirror or just look outside of yourself and being like, is my comfort or whatever... It was giving her, you know what I'm saying, at that time. What did that outweigh the bigger picture? And the thing is, is that it didn't. Like a, a fucking joint or a blunt is never going to outweigh the bigger picture. And this is just with anything, with like regular jobs, the Olympics, wherever the fuck. Like there has to be a point where you have to be like, okay, these are the things that I know that I can't do. And so I'm not going to do it. And if I'm, guys, I... While you guys were all tweeting and shit, I was doing a little research and shit, right, about some of the rules, right? And I think it's important to know that the host country, they're the ones that, like, uphold those rules. And it's not fucking legal in Japan. So, boom, right? It doesn't matter where you smoked it. Like, if you're going to participate in the Olympics and it's hosted there, you can't do it. And then, if I'm not mistaken, the fucking... um the stipulations for it is like you can't smoke um you can smoke up and like you can like basically like up until like 11:59 at some point and then like until after the event so it's just like okay and again i understand i feel like i'm all over the place but i feel like you guys are following me and again i understand that she's gone through some shit she lost her mother i understand okay but if she wasn't in the position to make that decision and say, I probably, sh I, to stop herself from hitting it, right? Then it's the people around you at that point. And so, and I feel like I've said this, like, in regards to, like, just other people in general, like, 
you guys have got to pay attention to the people around you. People will smile and kiki in your face and then let you hit a blunt when you're when when you have a possibility of being disqualified from the from your event on at the Olympics. And it's not and a lot of you guys are like, oh like well she can't she like she ain't gonna race again. She has enough opportunity to race in other races. She's just not gonna race in hers, which may not fare well for her in regards to like how you know what I'm saying like where she'll win because she had an event and that was her shit. You feel what I'm saying? So guys, it's the people it really be the people around you. Whoever was it, the cousin, whoever, whoever handed her that should just should be equally as ashamed as she is. And like I said, she's owned up to it. So I'm not like I'm not here to drag or bash on, Sh- on Shikari like girl. Don't hit the weed until after you race and rate those races be like 10 seconds. Like, girl, like you were running, you're running hundred meters. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like in less than a minute. Like, so like, I just, I, I can't wrap my head around why it felt like a good idea. I know you guys are going to be like, oh, but her are mom. I hear all of that, but I still stand on what I say. I like that she owned up to it. I like that she's in that she's stating that she's going to be in a better place, a better situation. And maybe it maybe she just maybe she does just need to like, you know what I'm saying? Like take a break and like get her fucking mental together because there has to be something wrong if you think that it's worth you losing the opportunity to race in your event. That's all I'm saying. And again, I am an avid weed smoker. I fucking smoke weed. I have since I was 18 years old. It helps me to, it helps me, it helps me with my anxiety. It's an alternative to me having to be on Xanax. So like when I tell y'all I am an advocate and I smoke that shit and I don't smoke that shit for leisure. I mean, like, okay, sure. I smoke it for leisure, but y'all know what I'm saying? Like that shit, like I understand the... I understand the fucking, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand. I understand where her mind was when she, when she was like, well, when she accepted or whatever the fuck happened, I get all of that. But it's just like the things that you want right now cannot outweigh the bigger picture. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. I'm going to leave it there. Of course, I tell you all the time, if y'all have anything to say about anything I've said, y'all know where to fucking find me, but I said it. Um, I just, I didn't want to take the time this week to like go up behind all of you and be like, oh, well actually, or, but what actually, but wait, but wait, I don't want to do all that. So here it is. I'm going to leave it here and we're going to move on. Girl, Shikari, girl, girl, are you listening? Are you looking? Um, get on your shit, do the things that you need to do. And there's so much time after you win to smoke weed, to turn up to fucking pour up drink, two shots drink. You feel me? There's time for all of that. It's just not in the middle of this. That's all I'm saying. So, and we're going to move on. So, um, 4th of July, right? Um, not really my jam. Um, hasn't really been in a very long time. I also am not super a fan of fireworks. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, don't shoot fireworks. I don't really care about that. I just, I'm not going to hurt myself. Um, and I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? So like super long time ago, back when I lived in Chicago, um, 102nd and fucking Halstead, there was a boy. So, okay. So let me explain where I live. So I got to tell y'all the story. So, um, so behind my house, so Midwest houses, right? You have your house and then you got your backyard and then you got your fucking, uh, what do you call this thing? Cause I don't have one here cause it's Vegas and oh, fucking 
a garage. Right. Okay. So cool. So <laughs> for, anyway, <laughs> so the garages are separate, right? So not attached to the houses like out here or out West or whatever. So, um, we were, me and my friends, uh, behind my house. So after the garage, you got the alley and there's like a big ass, there was a big ass store, like a, like a neighborhood store, right? Like big ass store. Um, just like groceries and stuff like that. Right. So me and my friends, I think we were double dutching in the alley. So like right in front of my, um, my, I can't, why is that word escaping me today? Fucking garage, 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 garage. Anyway, so we're <laughs> we're fucking playing rope right there, right? And then it's badass kid, and I'm calling him badass kid. I don't know who the fuck it was, and this was like 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago. But I don't know who the fuck this badass kid was. But this nigga definitely lit a fucking bottle rocket, put it on the ground, and it went like all the way through the fucking, <laughs> all the way through the parking lot all the way through the fucking thing to pop on my fucking foot. And when I tell you, like, I was traumatized and it wasn't even like my foot blew up or nothing. It's a fucking bottle rocket. So it just burned. But I was like, Ugh. like, I cannot. I'm going in the house. This is over. Get my rope. I'm done. Right. So like ever since then, like, I just don't, I don't really care to get too super close to them. Um, even though that in instance, I was not close to it at all, but you know, niggas. Um, so I just, I'm not super big on them. Um, after dinner, um, I didn't, cause I didn't really do nothing y'all. Like I just, I really like, okay. So Saturday I worked at, um, a rave. So I didn't get off and I didn't get home until like almost three o'clock in the morning. Um, so I was sleeping until two o'clock legit on the 4th of July. I woke up, I cooked. And then after we ate dinner or whatever, me and my daughter, we went out just kind of like walking around like our neighborhood. Cause we could like on any corner of like our condominium complex we can see like fucking fireworks like that's the awesome part about vegas is like it's pretty flat for the most part so like depending on like where you're standing you get an awesome view right so normally i go watch like the fireworks at like the off strip casinos and stuff i really i just i just didn't have the energy in me this year so we went outside watched the fireworks or whatever cool that's all i got i'm not getting too close um the reason and then i find a story right about how you shouldn't be too super close, right? So I know like everybody's probably got like their own local stories of like niggas that blew their foot off or some shit, or they only got nine fingers now or something like that. But I want to talk about a guy in LA. <laughs> oh, child. Okay, so <laughs> this um guy, so it's kind of weird because like I I'm pretty sure like like I it's weird because like I'm pretty sure like major like explode like explosion explosives fucking fireworks like big like big ones like they're kind of they're illegal out here so i don't like so he was going and meeting people at area 51 because he lives in california so area 51 is like in between so he was going to meet people at area 51 to like purchase these like insane like explosives and shit and they're not i'm saying explosives right this time because it wasn't a it wasn't a firework it was explosives so then he was taking those explosives back to his house and then he was making guys are you ready for this homemade fucking fireworks can you imagine the store-bought ones will blow your fucking fingers off and you want to make your own okay so <laughs> um okay so obviously he was arrested but let's talk about what happened right because it's fucking crazy. All right. So basically, um, he had, he was 
um, what do you call? He was like storing all of his fireworks and stuff in his backyard or whatever. Someone put a tip out about him doing that and the fucking cops show up. So they discovered about 500 boxes of commercial grade fireworks. Um, but again, these were, he made them, but like they were so big that they could be like, you know how like when a building or like a casino has like a fireworks show and they have these like huge fucking like things that are like this big and like, you know what I'm saying? That's the kind of shit that he was making, guys. Like, I need y'all to like wrap your mind around that. Okay. So naturally, because it's explosives, they're like, okay, let's get the bomb team or whatever the fuck, right? So they go, they find these things, and they decide, the local bomb squad decides they're going to try to attempt to detonate them because they didn't feel like they were safe to be able to transport um, due to the risk of detonation, right? Plus, again, we're in LA, so I don't know if you guys have ever been to California, but it's not like, you don't get like acres of land in the city, right? Like houses are like on top of each other, right? So it's super dangerous. And they also, they didn't want to run the risk of riding it and hitting a bump or something on like a major cross street or something and blowing shit to pieces, right? So they're like, okay, well, let's get it out of this guy's backyard and let's figure out what we're doing here. So they get this thing called a TCV, which is a total containment vessel. And what that is, if you guys have ever like seen a movie where like they put like a dome or something over like an explosive and it goes, and then it's it like, and then that's it. And it's just like smoke and everything's fine. They take it off and it's all good. That's basically what a TCV is. So they put the TCV on and it fucking exploded. There's a video and it's, it's a video from like a helicopter. So it's very like, it's got like the helicopter noise. So you don't hear anything really, but you fucking accept the fucking, sorry, accept the explosion. Um, but you're, it's just like, you can see like the fucking, the TCV. Um, it's like, it looks kind of like a van almost. It's not like a dome. I was just giving you an example, but it was like a, like a short van or a short truck maybe. Um, and the camera is just on the truck, you know, watching them, you know, while they're detonating it. And that shit exploded. Um, it exploded so badly that it caused a massive blast radius and it damaged like a bunch of homes. Um, there was a neighbor that said that um, all of a sudden uh, he heard a boom and then shit just was falling off of his wall, off his wall, his shelves, his book, his bookshelves, like everywhere. Right. Um, and so after this explosion, there are 17 people injured and some of them are obviously police officers. Um, so he was arrested. Um, his name is, hold on, I'm going to tell you what his name is, Arturo Seja. So Arturo was arrested. Um, he's 27 years old and he's charged with transporting explosives without a license. He's facing up to 10 years in prison, guys. Um, but... When I tell like, remember, again, like major commercial grade size fireworks. I don't even know who the fuck he was going to sell them to. I do know that, Cal like, you can take fireworks from Nevada and sell them in other places for, like, way more. I've heard people do that all the time. Um, but I don't really know who he was going to sell this, like, commercial grade shit to. But either way, it's all gone. It's exploded. 17 people are hurt. He's going to jail for 10 years, probably, or up to 10 years, I should say. Um, and, uh, you know, I would say I would follow up with it, but I probably won't. So, 
But can y'all not? Can y'all not make homemade explosives? Again, the ones that you buy at the store are fucking explosive enough. That's all I'm saying. All right, let's move on. <laughs> all right, so speaking of explosions, right? <laughs> Everybody fucking loves that brand Supreme, right? Like you literally can't cross a fuckboy's Instagram without seeing a Supreme flip-flop, a fanny, oh, boys wear them right here, fanny packs. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know why I hate that shit. I, I'm sorry, guys. I don't like when y'all wear fanny packs. I was going to get that out there. I don't like it at all. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> belts, shirts, whatever, right? Like you niggas love uh, Supreme. So apparently there are a couple of um, fake Supreme stores in the world. Um, and <laughs> I didn't know this. Um, so, uh, according to Hypebeast, um, there is a there uh, is a fake Supreme store in Italy, um, and I mean, I'm looking at it. It's a big ass store. It's got Supreme on the front, so I'm sure people just thought it was a regular Supreme store, um, but it's definitely not. Um, they have uh, been operating um, under first to file trademark loopholes um, because what happens is Supreme is trademarked with their cut with their company their main company in a lot of countries but places like uh uh san marino italy indonesia singapore and spain um these are all places that they don't really have that there um and so people are basically using the supreme look and name and brand and like everything to make their fake stores. So they're basically selling high-end knockoffs or maybe not even high-end, but they're selling knockoffs on a, at a, on a store for, at a storefront that really appears to be a Supreme store. So if that seems illegal to you, it's because it probably is, right? Um, anybody that's working through loopholes, like eventually you're going to get tangled up in it, right? All right. So um, these people, uh, two people um, in general, um, a woman named Michelle DePiro, 53 years old. She's going to serve about eight years in jail. Her 24-year-old accomplice, I guess I would call them, um, was going to spend three years behind bars. Um, there actually is a warrant out for their arrest right now because they did not come to sentencing. Uh, so <laughs> they're, on the, they're on the fucking run. But basically, guys, um, because of these loopholes with this trademark registration, um, issue, um, they are able to sell legal fakes, so to say, right? Because you go through the loopholes and now you kind of have some type of tra trademark re registration for Supreme in that country, but you're not selling actual authentic Supreme stuff. You're like getting cheap shit, making it try to look like Supreme, and then you're selling it to people at Supreme prices, right? So um, on top of the jail time, they are sent. They are required to pay ten point four million dollars U.S. dollars in damages um, to the actual V uh, VF Corporation, who currently owns owns Supreme. Um, yeah. So when y'all be fucking getting flued out and shit, I'm gonna need y'all to make sure that the store y'all going into is real. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Speaking of shit that. Oh my God, is this gonna, are you guys gonna like cancel me? Speaking of shit, that ain't real. <laughs> I mean, I'll be sad if y'all cancel me, but like, I'll get over it. Okay, so listen. 
Let's talk about this. Um, the oh, I'm not gonna lie. I saw this article a few times, a few different places, and I just refused um, until I saw that um, our favorite faker, uh, Rachel Dolezal, um, is that how you say her name? I haven't said her name in so long. I think that's how you say it. Anyway, Rach, your girl Rach, um, she is definitely defending this person. So now I'm just like, this is a shit show. I got to get involved. All right. So quickly, guys, um, <laughs> Rachel uh, spoke out in support of the British YouTuber. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this. His name is Ollie London. He is a YouTuber. Um, or excuse me, uh, they are you. Uh, they are a YouTuber. Um, cause it's, sorry, they do go by they or them pronouns. So I will try to continue from this point on in the story to make sure that I use the correct pronouns. I don't mean to disrespect anybody cause that's not what I'm going to talk about. You could be they and them all you want. That's cool. I have no issues with that. The issue is what you're all right, guys, hold on. All right. So <laughs> he is a British white man. So let's be clear. Okay. He is a Caucasian man. And if you guys can remember what Rachel was doing, this is going to be something very similar. Um, this guy has had multiple um, surgeries so that he can look like a guy from BTS. Um, I think his name is Park Jimin, the guy from BTS that he's trying to look like. He's had 18 surgeries to look identical to him. Um, uh, so uh, Ali has asked him to ask people to refer to uh, to refer as they them or Korean or Jimin and the again guys it's not the they and them Ali wants that I will respect that I'm giving you that but what I can't respect is that you got surgery to look Korean and now you want us to acknowledge you as Korean um I just don't believe in that, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, when we're talking about who to love and all those things like that, whatever, right? Like, I don't care. Do what you want. Do what makes you happy. But this is a little bit too much. I think that when I don't, I don't know that we can, that we can, what am I trying to say? I, I don't know that we, I, I think that people can be, all types of trans. I just don't know about transracial. That's a lot for me. So I'm just going to wake up tomorrow and just identify as a fucking 32 year old white lady that went to Harvard. That's what I'm going to do in the morning. Cause that's basically what he's doing. He's had surgery to make himself look Korean so that when he tells people that he's Korean, people will be like, no, you're not your white British person. Right. So, um, I'm not, I don't want to show y'all this picture because it's not, honestly, the surgeries aren't even that cute. I don't know what's happening here. Um, but anyway, so Ali um, is asking that we consider them to be Korean. I, again, if y'all remember Rachel, she was head of fucking one of the chapters of NAACP identifying as a black woman and she's not. She's Caucasian. I'm not going to tell people how to experience um, things because I get it. 
black people are lit, Rachel. So I understand why you wouldn't want to be white. Like, I totally get that, right? Like, I hear you, girl. Like, I wouldn't want to be that shit either. Um, but <laughs> um, you can, there is a way to honor and respect a culture or a race or whatever without trying to emulate it or to trick other people into believing that about you. Um, and that's just kind of the issue that I'm having with uh, Ollie. I just don't understand why I'm supposed to just I let him let them identify as Korean. Like guys, I have I got Listen, I grew up with three Korean cousins. R.I.P. to Chris. I grew up with three Korean cousins. Korean and black, obviously, because they my cousins. Uh, but <laughs> but um, I I never, I went to their house um, on the weekends. We would eat uh, shredded, um, you know how you get calamari like in rings and stuff at the restaurants? Well, my cousin's mom used to get fresh like octopus. And she would like get a super sharp knife and like super chop it long ways so that it was basically like, you know how like shoestring, like, uh, like onions, like the little like shoestring onions, it's, it was kind of like that. She would cut them really small, like, uh, you know, cover them with like a little bit of like super, like, I don't know what kind of flour it was, but cause I was little, but, um, coat it in that, fry it up and put it in a, in a bowl. Literally like we were like, that was our popcorn. Right. So um, I never once like with me eating octopus or chilling with my, with my half Korean cousins that I ever be like, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to fucking, I'm going to find my Korean name and I'm going to now be Korean. Like that's just not nothing. That just seems very weird to me. And I don't understand. And again, I'm not telling anyone how to, I'm not, Again, if you love Korean culture, if you love fucking Korean food, if you love BTS, if you love K-pop, all of that is super cool. And then there is a way to honor and respect a, a race without trying to become it. And I just don't know how else to say that shit. That shit is very weird to me. Um, and I just don't understand it. I know that our society is changing and a lot of things that we would like frown upon or not we other people would frown upon before. Cause I don't care. Um, I know that those things are coming to the forefront and that makes people very, um, I uncomfortable or whatever that I don't care about any of that, but like there has to be a line where we draw, right? Like there has to be a line, like there has to be a line. Like you can't, we, I can't just wake up tomorrow and just be like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to be, a fucking British white lady. Like, you know, like and I said British because, like, I could be a British black girl. But, like, I can't, like, I can't change my race. There's nothing. Like, I could get all the skin bleaches. I could fucking shave this nigga nose down. I could do all of that. But, like, that's not, I'm, I'm, it doesn't make me white. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't, ask Sammy Sosa. He's still, he's not, he's still not white. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just, this shit is very disturbing to me. I just, we have to be able to draw the line somewhere. That's all I'm saying. Um, when it comes to sexual orientations or, you know, like, or fucking, well, yeah, sexual orientations or gender, uh, all that shit, I'm okay with. But we have to stop 
at like, you could just be a black person now, or you could just be a Korean person now, or you could just be a white lady now, or you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, guys, like, I'm off my soapbox, but I just, it's weird as fuck to me and I don't understand it. And I really do try. Like I read the whole article and I was trying to feel sympathy and like, I get it, but like, what is it? So he says that like, he feels Korean, like, and see, to me, I think when a, like, if a, a person that's transitioning tells, like, says that, you know, like I've always just identified with uh, more feminine things. Like I, un like, I understand that, you know what I'm saying? I don't understand how you could just say, I'm a Korean lady trapped or I'm a Korean person trapped in a white person's body. Like that doesn't make sense to me guys. Like, and I'm going to keep saying it don't make sense. Cause it don't make sense to me. I can't make it make sense to me. So I have to move on. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right. So let's talk about the fucking, um, the housing situation, right? So everybody knows housing situation is fucking crazy, literally fucking everywhere, right? And then we also know there's been some eviction. Mem God, I fucking always fuck up this word. Memorandum. There you go. Um, that has been able to keep people in their homes, right? And this is over the last year. Um, but we have somebody that has been not paying mortgage on their home for over 20 years. And they are still there. Um, first of all, kudos and kudos for being able to do this because like my fucking anxious ass would have never been able to hold up this coup for this long. You've heard, you know what I'm saying? Like 20 years, nigga, I, it would be all in my face like that I haven't paid no mortgage. Like I would be so old looking in the face like I'm not lying to y'all. So listen, <laughs> let's talk about it. Um, so he is from Long Island. So this isn't even a like, out of the country shit. This is like right the fuck here. Long Island guy um, hasn't paid his mortgage in 20 years. Um, he has recently got another free pass from the courts to not pay for this house. So let's talk about what happened. His, I don't know how to say his name. Gurumit Hanspel. I'm gonna call him Hanspel because that's his last name. Um, Hanspel um, is 52 years old. Um, he has lived in this house since 1998, okay? In 1998, he made one, uno, un, one mortgage payment since 1998, since I was in seventh grade. Do y'all hear what I'm saying, y'all? Okay. <laughs> he has ducked eviction for decades, two, um, by filing lawsuits and bankruptcies. Um, so his house was foreclosed on forever ago. Um, and it has been recently sold uh, to a company called Diamond Ridge Partners, right? They are the reason why this story is back in the news because they're sick of his shit. They want him out of that place. Um, they got him to come to court um, in a bid to try to finally get him the fuck up out of there. But when they came to court on Wednesday, because your boy's not new to this, he true to this, um, he came into court and his counsel, his attorney, um, basically requested more time because co-counsel had just been hired the day before. Um, and so now the judge goes, all right, I'll give him some more time. And Diamond Ridge is over it. Their lawyer is so pissed, y'all. Um, so basically they're saying that in the la since 1998, this man has gone through 40 attorneys um, 
And they, and it always happens where like people are like hired right before he has a court date or something. And then they ask for more time and they get it. And then years go by. Right. Um, they say that he likes to recycle lawyers to buy himself more time. Um, and basically that they're saying, they're saying he's mocking the courts and they're not here for it. Um, his, his attorneys, of course, saying like, that's not the case, blah, blah, blah. So, um, the New York post tried to reach out to, um, uh, Hans Bull's, uh lawyer and he tried to put it on the COVID-19 things. That's why I brought up the eviction, um, memorandum, um, because he's trying to say that they can't kick him out because of the eviction fucking thing for COVID-19 that was established last year. And I think that they're going to fucking lose guys because 1998 was not last year. And, and technically he was supposed to have already been out of that house before the pandemic hit. So I don't know how good that defense is going to be child, but whatever you got to do, I guess. Um, I don't know. That's fucking crazy. Could y'all imagine? Could you imagine? First of all, niggas would have hauled you out, right? They would have they would have taken you by your ankles and pulled you out of the house if you had not paid more. Nigga, how you pay mortgage once? He paid the first mortgage payment. Like, I got you. But actually, he's treating this house like some of you niggas be treating those fucking uh, tax uh, taxis and cars. Y'all buy those cars and they either break down or you pay that one note and then you be done. Like, they're literally treating it like that. Um, this is fucking crazy. I, I I almost want to commend him just for his fucking ingenuity, you know what I'm saying? And like his ability to keep this fucking shit show going. But I feel like if they don't come up with a new defense by the time it's time for them to go back to court, that fucking uh eviction mem- uh memorandum can't save him. Like he ha- he wasn't supposed to be there in 2020. So how can a law that was made in 2020 be or even 2019 he was anyway the point is he was supposed to have been gone so whether it happened at the end of 2019 or at the beginnings parts of 2020 whenever that shit went into effect the point is he's not covered under that um and so i don't know what he gonna do here but i mean he's been fucking skating for 20 years so nigga let me find a house and fucking squat for 20 years that's insane okay (laughs) let's move on Speaking of squatting, just kidding, not squatting, but speaking of homes, right? Um, Let's talk about Airbnb and what they got going. So we know that um, Airbnb's like regulations and things have changed a lot due, of course, to the pandemic. Um, They are now actively like just automatically blocking suspicious bookings um, as a crackdown to basically stop niggas from thinking that COVID-19 is gone. Because I think some of you guys still think that it's gone. Um, I went to that rave on Saturday and I had a mask on cause I don't play these games and I wasn't of course out in the crowd cause I was working, but nobody had on masks and it was very terrifying. I could not live. Well, that's not true. Some people had masks on, they were like super cute, but like the majority of those people, like, let's say if it was a hundred percent, like a hundred out of a hundred percent of the people, I want to say like 78% of them were not, mm, no, nope, 82% of them were not wearing masks. It was very disgusting. And I couldn't live. Um, okay, so <laughs> anyway, back to Airbnb. So because pan- uh, the pandemic is, I mean, like we're, I guess we're over the, I don't even want to say we're over the, the worst part because we've got variants all over out every fucking where now. But um, 
we are out of the like quarantine, like you gotta stay in a house and like, you know, sundown shit and shit like that. Like we're past that. But that just means that now that people are saying, oh, you don't have to wear masks in public anymore. So now people are like, oh, back to the parties, right? We're going to get an Airbnb, set this shit up. It's just going to be super lit, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Um, except Airbnb is like, no, child, um, this is all cool. And I know that you guys think that the pandemic is over and that uh, fucking Corona is gone. But we're still going to hold tight to these things that we've decided as of, as of 2019 that we're going to start fig- thinking and if you live in a city and you're trying to rent out a big ass house, um, they're probably going to deny you. Um, if uh, so, let me go. Let's go over the numbers, right? So, 15 U.S. cities um, have been um, included with this. So, we've got they've automatically, and again, this is no one looking into it. This is just somebody being like, "Oh, no, 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 no!" Right? The app is doing it, um, blocking 7,000 bookings in Dallas, 6,000 in San Diego. 5,100 in Charlotte, 3,500 in St. Louis, 3,000 in Columbus, 2,700 in New Orleans, 5,000 in Phoenix, 4,500 in Vegas, 45 in Seattle, 26 in Denver, 26 in Portland, 1,800, that was 2,600, sorry, in Denver and 2,600 in Portland, 1,800 in Salt Lake City, 1,500 in Albuquerque, also 2,000 in Cincinnati and 38 hundred um in austin texas that's a lot of fucking bookings like and those numbers only tell me that you guys are really trying to just do the most again and that's how we fucking ended up in this shit in the first place let us not forget um but basically they are um since they introduced this last year it's basically they're trying to continue and they're going to continue at least through the end of the summer um, but they're going to uh, prevent its rental properties from becoming alternatives to local bars and clubs when they were closed. And that's where the original shit came from, right? When clubs and bars were closed, people were renting out Airbnbs trying to kind of like move the, the location, right? So they're not having it. Um, they're not going to stop this, um, like I said, and at least until the end of the summer this year. And at this point, the way that they're heavily like denying people still right now, I really doubt that that's going to change. Um so let's so let's talk about it again. So if you're under, these are the things they look for in the automatic booking uh, cancellations, just to kind of give you guys a heads up if you guys are looking to try to have a fucking COVID party. Anyway, so, okay. So if you are under age 25, right, and you don't have a history of positive reviews from um, Airbnb, they won't allow you to book an entire home listing local to where you live. They said, though, you could... Um, you could um, make bookings uh, for party locations um, that are small, like small locations or not even, I can't say party. I shouldn't say party because they don't want you to do that at all. But smaller locations would still be allowed. Um, also renting in a distant city is okay. Um, so like, um, and then like I said, a smaller location locally. Um, and they are putting this across all their systems, like US, Canada, UK, France, and Spain. They are not having that shit. Um, they said that because of the ban, they were, they had some, a pretty successful Halloween, New Year's Eve. Um, but yeah. Um, so of course, like everybody, people are getting vaccines and that's cool, but they're not, they don't really care about that. Y'all, they still want people to not be in large gatherings, um, just to have a summer of responsible travel. That's what they called it. Um, that's the term that they're using. So, um, 
They are also, um, so besides the automatic blocking of the bookings, right? Other elements that they have, um, they provide um, discounted noise detection devices to the people who own the, the Airbnbs so that they can like get an alert um, uh, if it gets too loud or I guess, uh, you know what I'm saying, like a certain amount of noise or whatever um, so that they can, uh, you know, reach out and say, shut the fuck up, like in a text message or however they'll co communicate with you. Um, but basically I say all this to say, guys, we're not super out of the fucking woods yet. And I'm not telling people to not have fun because I'd be, I'm, I'm outside. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've been outside a couple. Like, I don't go out. If y'all know me, I don't go outside that much. But when I go outside, I'm outside. But I still need you guys to, like, still take care of yourselves and, like, still stop, like, try not to continue to, try not to put mad people in jeopardy is what I'm trying to say. Airbnb is doing what they can to stop it, but y'all got to do y'all part too. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, so speaking of apps, let's talk about this Chipotle shit. And I feel like y'all have probably seen this, but I just, I have to talk about it as a person that works in an industry that um, we, that tip, first of all, let me be clear. Um, we don't, in my industry, like we don't necessarily, like tips are, are important, right? Because think of it, like we work at night, right? Or in the, the half parts of the end the day. So we don't work like nine to five usually, right? So we not, we're not always getting like full eight hour shifts. And we're also, because it's, um, in my case, I work events. So, um, there sometimes may not be a whole week of work, you know what I'm saying? So, um, Tips are super important um, in my industry, right? Um, but we don't live off of them, if that makes sense. Like our base pay is decent enough where like, if that's all we got, that's all we got. But when it does help to supplement for like when we don't work for the whole week. So like, for instance, um, I, in the last, my last, my last check from my arena job, I like, I think I made enough like I made enough tips to make it look like I worked like I like I had a whole check if that makes sense like I had a whole last check oh but because of those tips so tips are super important but I know these people that like delivery drivers and shit like when I like when they live off that shit they live off that shit like they're not making you know any money really like besides the I mean the little change that the app gives them for you know for the the drive or whatever but those tips are super important to them so um, I just thought I would talk about this a little bit. So Chipotle, um, every food place has an app, right? Um, and so you go on the app, you place your order. And at the bottom, it asks you like, you know, how you want to fucking tip. And sometimes it'll have like the 10%, 15, 20, 25%. And then you could put other, right? So um, a person was just placing an order for Chipotle. Seems like it was like a single order because the total only came out to like right under $11, right? So they go to tip and they want to tip almost $6. Like, yeah, let me figure out what the number was, but it was almost $6. And when they went to do that, the app goes like a pop-up comes up. Right. And I'm going to read what it says. It says, <clears throat> hold on, wait, oh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, it goes like, it goes like this. It, the pop-up just comes right on the middle of the app and it goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. That is a mighty generous, that's mighty generous of you, but tips can't be more than 50% of your food's total. 
And then it just says, okay. So the app. So this person basically had to pay this person in cash, which isn't a big deal if you have cash around, but how many people have cash around? Like seriously, when you're using an app and your card to pay for something, right? Okay. So my issue with the pop-up, a couple things. First of all, you motherfuckers know that you're not paying people enough to not allow people to tip whatever the fuck they want. Let's do that first. Let's be fucking clear and know that you're not paying these people enough. But now let's get to the issue of the pop-up I have. So you say, whoa, 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 and all that bullshit. And then you just have an okay. But why are you, why, why are you putting a limit on how much somebody can tip a person for bringing them their food, for doing them a service when they could have gotten their asses up and went and got their self. If a person wants to tip $100 on a $10 tip, on a $10 meal, I don't understand why they don't have the option to do that. Um, I don't like that the pop, so the pop-up can be like, whoa, 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 did you mean to do that? Or did you want to re-enter it? And then yes or no, you know what I'm saying? But the fact that the, the it's so final that like, sorry, you can't do it, okay, and move on, like, you guys have seen these people on the internet crying. So like we're talking about, and we're talking about, like I said, this stuff, these tips mean a lot to these people. And again, I don't want you to think that the tips that I get in my industry don't mean a lot to me because they fucking mean a lot to me. But what I'm saying is when you're not paying people a good base prep pay, that shit is almost detrimental. So I don't understand why a big ass company like Chipotle gives a shit how much somebody is fucking tipping somebody. And again, I'm okay with the pop-up because let's say I got a $10 fucking thing and I want to tip $50, right? So I put $50 on the tip and they go, whoa, 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 are you sure? Because I, maybe I could have meant five, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I could have, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe I meant 25, whatever the case may be. And maybe I made a mistake in putting $50 down, but give me the pop-up, give me the option to confirm it or not. I just, I don't like how final that okay is. Like, it's basically like, so just, you can't do that shit. So you can get that person $4 and whatever cents or $5 in, cause I don't, I think it came out like 10 something. It's like $5 and whatever change, but you can't give them more than 50% of the food's total. And I just don't understand why these people, like you guys are not paying people for gas um, or at least most of them, these people, these companies aren't, um, you're not paying for maintenance on these people's cars. Um, I don't understand like how or why you guys have the authority to say that. I think that you guys can have fucking app minimums. I think that you can guys have app maximums as far as like food totals and stuff like that. But I don't think that you guys get to dictate how much people are willing to open their pockets up for people that are just trying to make a living. I think it's bullshit. I think you guys are garbage for that. Um, and I, that's basically all I really have to say about it. Um, it's just like, it's fucking sick. So, I mean, I guess... If you're gonna use a Chipotle app or any app, I guess at this point, to be honest, this is what I'm a, this is what I'm going to urge you guys to do. If you guys are going to um, DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever the fuck or however the fuck, give the person cash, like just because, like fuck these apps, like truly fuck these apps. Like I don't understand what's happening. Um, it just doesn't make sense. Like, cor- like corporations are so fucking greedy. Like we're only getting ten dollars, so you can't give the bitch that that gave us ten dollars more. Can't give her money back. Like that's basically what they're saying. Like, but you're getting your money, and why can't they get theirs? 
You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It seems fucking crazy, but. All right. So, are we at the final one? No. Okay. Let's get into this fucking. I'll have a good segue. Oh, I guess speaking of. Chipotle is giving me very white vibes. I like Chipotle, but it gives me white vibes. So anyway, speaking of white people, let's talk about this cop that tried to play Taylor Swift over some niggas that was protesting because he thought that YouTube would turn uh, would uh, prevent it from being uploaded because of copyright. First of all, it didn't. So there's that. That's why we know about it. That's why we've seen it. That's why it's everywhere. That's why he he embarrassed as fuck. Um. So just a really quick rundown um, there. Um, and there's a video out there if y'all want to see it. Um, but basically, on the 29th of June, there were some Black Lives Matters protesters um, that were um, gathered at the courthouse in Oakland, California. Um, this is bef- If you guys remember last year, the black guy, Stephen Taylor, that was killed inside the Walmart store by the, cop, the police officer, that's what they were outside for because it was a pretrial hearing for this. Um, talk about how long it takes to carry justice, right? Anyway, so in the video, um, the cop approaches them and asks them to take their, um, uh, he didn't ask, he demanded. Wow. Really gotta be careful when you be saying niggas be asking when they don't be asking. He demanded that they remove their banner. Um, The banner um, is um, is for their group and their group is the Anti-Police Terror Project. So APTP. Shout out to you guys. Um, and when he at when the leader James Birch or at the leader at that location um, asked why he needed to take the banner to move the take the banner away um, instead of giving him an answer like a respectable person, he just pulls out his phone and starts playing Blank Space uh, by Taylor Swift. Not my favorite song. I would have definitely picked another bop, but whatever. So. Um, after having that music put on instead of a response about why I have to take up down my banner, the guy goes, yo, are we having a dance party or like what's happening? And then he goes, you can record the cop goes, you can record all you want. I just know you won't be able to post it to YouTube later. And then he kind of says it again. Like I'm playing my music, so you can't post it on YouTube. So like, and so basically he felt like he didn't need to do his job because YouTube was going to do theirs. Um, except um, the video is available everywhere and it's been viewed over 170,000 times um, since Thursday. And, ha So anyway, <laughs> it's, um, I think that, I think that they're this like idea that people can, or are doing this in, te- in attempts to stop things from being uploaded is insane. Um, but do I, do I put it past the cop to do that? No. You know why? Cause it's happened two other times. You guys, um, I want to say last year, these things happened. Um, yeah. So actually this year in February and uh, a Beverly Hills police officer played some, uh, sublime Santeria, um, at an activist because she was disputing a ticket that she had been issued. Instead of answering her questions and assisting her or explaining to her why that ticket is valid or any of that shit, he instead decided to play Santeria. A bop, but still not the time or place. Um, Also, um, another occasion, another Beverly Hills cop uh, played uh, Beatles in My Life. Again, a bop, not the time and place, um, as another protester was recording music at one point. Like, um, this is just a very blatant 
uh, um, example of how police officers use um, weird tactics to just not do their job. Like what was so hard with just continuing the conversation? You approached them, you told them to take the banner down. What would be so difficult and just simply explaining why you why you want them taken down you can say my feelings are hurt because you said you have my you have police in that in the name you could have said anything but instead you try to you try to stop them from being able to block it because you were playing music and see when you're not a good person and like you try to exact shit on people that shit comes right back around and it fucking bites you on the ass like it is right now sorry that was a loud ass fucking thing. I don't know if y'all heard that. And I probably I don't know if I'm gonna cut it out because I don't know where it started playing, but it's a loud ass fucking commercial variety. Anyway, so that's enough of that. Um, but basically that's what he did. Of course, he's gonna probably get reprimanded. Um, the sheriff's department has come out and said that they don't condone that behavior and that there, while there is nothing that says that they can't play music, um, it's definitely something about him just not doing his job, right? So we'll see if anything happens or if we just get relocated to another station. Anyway, all right, finally, guys, I want to talk about, so we talked about earlier somebody trying to be fucking identifying as Korean and I'm cool. I No, no, not a thing. But there is some shit I learned about this fucking uh, week that I do want to fucking talk to y'all about. And it's called, it's, it's therapy. Okay. So we already know there are people out here that are asexual, right? And that just means they just have no desire for like sexual encounters with people or anything like that. Doesn't mean that they can't have relationships or anything like that. It's just, that's just something that just doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Doesn't do it for them. Whatever the opposite of that is, that's what I am. But anyway, um, and so there's asexual people, but I did find out, um, there's also people that consider themselves to be aromantic. Um, let me give you guys a definition of that. So aromanticism is a sexual identi identity where a person feels little to no romantic attraction to others, like at all, right? Um, and I know that's, I feel like that sounds like, I know this sounds like off the wall, but like, it's very interesting. Um, now, so there are people that can be aromantic and can also be asexual. Um, there is a uh, model named Yasmin Benoit. Um, she's a black girl from the UK, um, a model and an activist. And she is, um, she's an asexuality advocate and she's asexual and aromantic. Um, and she's very pretty, but she just not, she's not into it. But anyway, so um she um so basically you can be aromantic and also asexual but not all aromantics are asexual or all asexuals are aromantics um and like i said these people are able to have successful relationships that um but they just don't subscribe to our normal or i'm ugh, 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 ugh. i'm sorry i don't like that word normal i don't even know why i said that they don't subscribe to um, what we would consider standard societal types of love, I guess I'll say that because I don't, normal is not, that is not what I meant to say. And that's like low key that normal just sounds like a disgusting word to me sometimes. But anyway, so, cause like, what is normal? Like I'm not normal, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, what is normal? Um, so Yasmin just kind of explains that she never really related to butterflies in your stomach. 
Um, you know, like when you see fellow classmates or whatever, like all her friends did, she didn't like anybody from Twilight, you know what I'm saying? Like, and she didn't really understand, um, you know, why or what um, until she got older. Um, we don't, there's not really a lot of data on aromantic people. So I don't really know how many people like in the United States or in the world, like identify with the sexuality. Um, but like most other ones, aromantic people, like it's a spectrum, right? So like I said, uh, let me just go a little bit deeper, right? Um, there is a website called Aces and Arrows, which is just short for Aces is short for asexual, and then Arrows is short for aromantic. There's a whole website about this, but um, so for example, like I said, uh, a romantic person may feel no romantic connection whatsoever, but may also smell, uh, may also feel small amounts of romance in their specific relationships. So like. Things don't seem romantic to them, but like situations in their own personal relationships can feel that way. Um, also, um, there are some, there's, like I said, spectrums, uh, there's a spectrum here. So um, aromantic people can also label themselves as demi-romantic because they only feel romantic attraction to a person that they have a strong commitment strong emotional connection with. And there's others that call themselves gray romantic because they feel romance sometimes. Um you can identify as one or both. Um, there, they don't. They don't necessarily have to go hand in hand. You can be one or the other, or vice versa. Um, I, I, I honestly, I just want to say, like, how many of you that don't that really be like, I don't, I don't subscribe to feelings, not like that. Like, how do y'all know that y'all not a romantic? Like, seriously, like. Seriously, like, I don't know if there's a quiz somewhere on the internet. I don't know how that works. I don't know if you have to, like, go to, like, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know how you figure this out about yourself. But um, it's interesting. Like, aromantic doesn't, I mean, I know it's it's considered a, like, a, it's considered a sexuality. But, like, I don't really, I think, I think of it as more of that. Because fucking romance isn't just sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like feelings. It's like, you know, like love language, like touching, like it's other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like list, like listening can be romantic. So it's just, it's interesting that like people cannot feel any of that. But also I guess, again, I implore some of you heartless ass motherfuckers out there to like look inside and see if maybe you are too aromantic. Um, but for real, there's a whole website um, called the Aces and Aces and Arrows. Um, I think if you guys are like interested, if you guys think that that might, this might be a category that you might fall under, I super implore you guys to go look at it and learn more about it. Um, I'm not a, I don't know how to tell. I don't like, I feel like I'm giving you enough information without me, like starting to like, not know what the fuck I'm talking about. You feel me? So I'm going to leave it here and let you do it from there. So cool. All right. All right. So guys, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> fuck okay guys i'm very sorry <laughs> because i know y'all thought that the show was over <laughs> and it was fucking supposed to be by all means it was fucking supposed to be over guys <sighs> i had it already uploaded and ready to drop in about two hours and it still is <laughs> but Guys, 
I literally couldn't let this episode drop. And lucky you, if you're listening, because the video or the fucking visuals of this is not going to have this part. So lucky you, if you listen to the show. (laughs) Nigga. Not Diddy, y'all. So... (laughs) If you guys aren't, like, super on social media or you guys haven't seen the Instagram post, let me explain the... (laughs) Guys, I literally... This has literally been the highlight of my whole day. And I know that sounds very sad, but it's really not. Like, I had spent some quality time with everybody in my house today. Um, I got up and, like, I got up early enough and did the shit that I was supposed to do so like my day was fucking great my dinner was great everything was great guys but I swear to god this Diddy video is literally the best thing that happened to me today (laughs) okay so I'm gonna explain the visuals first right so he's fucking (laughs) he's fucking crouched over like so he can be in the camera right so he's not standing straight up he looks high as shit, possibly sorocked out, more than likely. He's like, hello, just <laughs> gnawing into a side of, like, a piece of mango. And he's like, I ain't special. Like, <laughs> I just wanted more. Uh, I just, I just, I gotta have it. Like, whatever the fuck, right? And then he, and then he stand up. And then he got like flippers on, right? Like scuba flippers and fucking goggles on his face. And he pull the goggles down and then he jump into this pool. Like amazing view, beautiful fruits, right? <laughs> and y'all like, okay, it's just an inspirational video. You're right. And so you go <sighs> into the fucking caption. And this is the part that's taking me out. Guys, if you are on Twitter... All you got to do right now is just type in Diddy Roaches and you're going to like get your life probably until you laugh yourself to sleep tonight. <laughs> if you've already seen them, hilarious, right? Um, so I'm just going to read the, the caption to this video that I've just described to you. Mangoes, scuba feet, water, beautiful views. Okay, got it. Oh, hustle hard, right? Okay, this is the caption. One day I was growing... Sorry. (laughs) I'm not, I wasn't, hold on, I gotta deliver better. One day I was growing up, I woke up, (laughs) I can't even say it, I cannot, guys, I literally can't even say it. I woke up, and there were 15 roaches on my face. At that moment, I said, hell no, I refuse to live like this. Work hard, believe in your crazy dreams, and then all caps, and never settle. Listen, super cool with the refuse to live how refuse to live in poverty or whatever work hard believe in your crazy dreams never settle super with all of that the problem that i have (laughs) that almost sounded like the white chicks laugh like oh (laughs) y'all it's the 15 roaches on his face are we going to let Sean Love Combs or whatever the fuck his name is. Did he like even did he drop everything? And I, I don't know what the fuck his name is. Are we going to just <laughs> let him lie on his mama like that? <laughs> what? 
wait, not only are we, <laughs> not only are we gonna let him lie on his mama like that, are we gonna let him lie on these roaches? <laughs> Shout out to everybody today that was enjoying this laugh with me and like commenting and like responding to the shit I was posting. Cause y'all was taking me out. Listen, when have y'all okay, so listen. I'm gonna be real. We've all, or maybe not all, but some of us have had situations where we've been in our houses or slept at other people's houses. My personal experiences with sleeping at other people's houses. One roach maybe might crawl on you, right? Two, I feel like it's pushing it. <laughs> Anything over two is, as, is an astronomical number and clearly not acceptable. There's no way. First of all, have you ever seen 15 roaches at the same time? Like, I really need you to, like, <laughs> close your eyes, visualize, go back and think in your mental Rolodex. I don't think that that's a thing. Like, I don't, I've never seen roaches, like, really travel in, like, swarms. Like, I've never. <laughs> Not 15 roaches. Why that number? I feel like. <laughs> I feel like three more roaches and it would have possibly been a mutiny in the house. Do you hear what I'm, do you understand what I'm saying? And then, like, furthermore. Like, did he, like, count them? Like, he was just like, like, because, like, they have they have so many legs, so you can't just, like, count, like, oh, I feel 15. Like, you, like, how did you know there were 15 roaches? Like, are we just going to let him talk, just say this? That's what I'm asking here. Like, are we just going to let him lie? <laughs> 15 roaches is too many roaches. And, the like, is his face, does the stuff... <laughs> The circumference of his face, is it big enough to house 15 roaches is what I'm trying to... Mm. The laughing is literally making my hair hurt, y'all. I promise, I have pulled this episode, <laughs> edited it, so that I could put it back with this bullshit on it. And I know most of it is me laughing. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> Oh, okay. Are you guys ready for the one up for the week? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's time for the one up for the week. All right. So pretty quick, um, but very important. Okay. Um, my one up this week, guys, it's important to know that ignoring red flags because you want to see the good in people will bite you in the ass later. I'm telling you this now because I fucking lived through it. Um, you gotta fucking pay attention to those red flags. I don't need to tell y'all that. Twitter tell y'all that every day. I'm just gonna leave it here and what y'all do, what y'all gonna do with it. <laughs> All right, guys. So that's it. Episode 124. I'm your girl, Chris. It's been a fucking pleasure as always. And I'll see you guys next week. I might have a guest. Like, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I have people lined up. I just haven't put them on the schedule yet. So don't trip. I got it. Um, and I'll see you guys next time, okay? Bye.